Chapter 2 Max, wake up! Max Dawson! Dark eyes opened wide, then blinked a few times before locating the pretty lady of the night pouting beside the bed. You don't have to shout, Luella, especially not my whole name. Sorry, honey, but I wouldn't have to if you'd just wake up more easily. It's a wonder you can sleep at all in this establishment with all the moaning and groaning going on into the wee hours. Max grinned. As long as you're quiet and you don't mind sharing this exquisitely soft bed, everything else sounds like whispering wind. It's a wonder you ain't been caught sleeping that soundly. Your door was locked, wasn't it? Yes, of course. And no one's ever climbed in through your window. Just you. Well, there you go. Perfect safety in a soft bed. This is the only place I can sleep soundly. At my camp in the hills, the slightest noise, a twig snapping, will wake me. Besides, no one's looking for me in these parts. Then why'd you want me to wake you at dawn before the deputies make their early rounds? By the way, that was thirty minutes ago. That's how long I've been trying to wake. Damn it, why didn't you say so? I hate being in town in daylight. But if no one's looking, not actively looking, but the wanted posters have made their way this far north. I snatch them down when I find them, but the sheriff here keeps putting more back up. He must have been sent a pile of them. Max slipped out from beneath the covers, fully dressed, except for coat and hat, which were grabbed now. The gun holster hadn't been removed either. Luella didn't like sleeping next to a long-barreled colt, even though she was used to guns and kept a small derringer tucked away in her small bureau for emergencies. But she minded something else even more. You could at least remove your damn boots before you go to sleep, she said, staring at the scuffed boots that had just left her bed. Can't, in case I have to leave fast, like this. Max opened the window, climbing onto the porch roof that fronted the bordello, then dropping to the ground. Luella watched from her window. Standing there in her chemise, she heard a whistle from across the street. She didn't try to cover herself. After all, part of her job was to attract customers to Chicago Joe's Bordello. Helena had far too many whorehouses, and the competition was fierce. Too many bordellos, too many millionaires, too many miners. Heck, just too many people. But then Helena was the most populated town in Montana Territory. Had been, since gold was discovered in the nearby gulch back in 64. Eighteen years later, folks were still moving to Helena, when most towns that had sprouted up because of gold had turned into ghost towns. Even Virginia City, a ways south, was dying. And it had boasted a population of 3,000 during its heyday. But Helena, with hundreds of businesses didn't rely solely on gold for its prosperity. It was also the capital of the territory, and the railroad was heading this way too. In another year or two, it would probably reach Helena, and that would ensure that the town didn't bottom out when the gold did. Luella thought Helena would be a nice place to settle down if she could find a man who would have her. She'd only received marriage proposals from miners so far, and miners didn't have their own homes or make much money, so they didn't have the means to start families here. Usually, if a man had means, 
He wasn't interested in taking a whore for a wife when he could bed one for a few coins. Luella looked over at Big Al, the man who had whistled at her. He was out early, sweeping the porch of his saloon across the street. He was one of her regulars and had always treated her with a gentle hand. She'd actually been considering him as a potential husband until the night Max had rescued her and she had fallen instantly in love. So dumb for someone like her to succumb to that emotion. But with Big Al's being a landowner and a businessman and single, he was still an option. His saloon was one of many in town that never closed its doors. Luella's place of business never closed either. Josephine Airy, or Chicago Joe as most people called her, owned the bordello and many others like it. Quite the landowner.